Weekly feed, comma, the. From the studios of WFPK in Louisville, Kentucky, it's time to blast into another episode of the Weekly Feed. I'm Kyle Meredith, and this week we take a look back at the best of the third quarter of 2014, a.k.a. the Q3 Extravaganza. It's a big voice thing right there. Uh, Cuts that have made a big impact from Alt-J, Sufjan Stevens, U2, Mike Doty, Death From Above, 1979, and Leonard Cohen, plus some of our favorite interviews with Sean Cannon, Deltron 3030, and Dwight Yoakam. It's much to dive into, so let's roll that beautiful bean footage. And to get us started properly, how about some borderline glam rock for Broncho? The Oklahoma Trio made a huge songwriting leap on their latest disc, Just Enough Hip to Be Woman, which should also win an award from that album title. Here's the song What on this best of edition of the Weekly Feed.
single that caught a lot of Alt-J fans off guard that's left-hand free on this best-of edition of the Weekly Feat. You can expect their LP, This Is All Yours, to top more than a few year-end lists. In retracing our uh, favorite interviews of the year, I was nearly beside myself to sit across from Sean Lennon. His latest project is a tag-team effort with his girlfriend, Charlotte Kemp Mull, called The Ghost of a Sabertooth Tiger, and their Midnight Sun album finally showcases just what these two are capable of. There's a video interview up at theweeklyfeed.org and a snippet right here. Weekly, weekly feed. feed. It's the Weekly Feed. I'm Kyle Meredith and Sean Onolinen. How are you? I'm feeling good. Yeah, it's great to have you here. Uh, you're you're back with this, this. You've got your band. I mean, this is like, this is your band. It's not a project at this point. Like, this is the main focus. Goes to the Sabertooth Tiger, right? Yeah, I mean, it started as a side project yeah. probably five, six years ago. And it sort of took over as the main you know focus of my life at this point right. and I'm very happy about that I mean I've always wanted to be in a band truthfully yeah. and I think I was a solo artist mainly because it was just too hard in you know Manhattan to find people who could commit <laughs> to a single group it seems like that would be way easier to find it when you have a talent that you think that but like yeah. the, you know I, or maybe it's not just Manhattan but modern life is such that you know great sure. musicians tend to have too many commitments yeah. you know what I mean yeah. so I always secretly wanted to just have a band. It was just hard to get it together. And meeting Charlotte sort of facilitated that. And at first, you know, I think because it wasn't a quote unquote serious project, mm -hmm. it sort of flourished more. Like you, you know, you it had blossomed more that. naturally yeah, yeah. than something that we had too much, that we treated too preciously. You know yeah. what I mean? So I think it's, it happened organically and, and it's been really fun. Uh, you, you've, you've been a part, I guess, of so many projects. Um, and so many different sounds, you know, to, to kind of see uh, hone in on this one. Um, yeah. I don't know, you've had a history though, um, of, of kind of 
I don't know what I'm saying, turning pop on its end. Okay, yeah, yeah. which end? It's rear end? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I think, um, I think I've had the luxury to play around a lot because I was never pursuing uh, pop stardom, really, and I was also, you know, I, I, was, I was privileged enough that I could choose to play music that I wanted to play, mm -hmm. and I wasn't sort of working for the man, sure, as it were. Sure, sure. And so I think I've been able to experiment more. Also, I've had a lot of weird influences, you know, from my mom being mm -hmm. avant-garde mm -hmm. to just being exposed to lots of different stuff. I was a bassist in Chivo Mato, right. and I hung out with John Zorn, who was like a jazz guy, and so I had a lot of people sort of influencing me in different ways, so I never really felt the need to, you know, join a boy band or something. <laughs> Not like they would have taken me, but I never I had that, picture that calling. I never right. felt the call. Yeah, yeah. No, but, but, but the, it, it did, I like this style of freedom that it's given you because not everybody, I guess, has the opportunity. When a band comes out, it's, it's about how do we survive? We have to write the radio hit, but you've yeah. been able to experiment. I mean, when you're writing that music, the way you've done your entire career, I mean, what's, what's the question here? Has it ever been where you thought, hmm, that's got to be more catchy because of X, yeah. Y, and Z? Yeah. Or, you know, or is it, you know, just instilled like, this mean. is what's come out, you know? Well, I mean, the truth is, I think the times that I have tried to anticipate what people would want and yeah. to try to chase my, uh, my pr projected vision of what I thought is popular yeah. or commercial, I've always sort of been embarrassed with the result. Um, and so I haven't published those things. Yeah. In fact, there's an entire album I made once that I kind of can because it was too polished. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've also done a couple, you know, movie score things, a couple commercial things in Japan here and there. And, uh, you know, I don't feel like that's my forte necessarily. Mm -hmm. I think, honestly, I'm not against pop music at all. I listen to George Michael and I love Prince. Um, if I could make the perfect pop song that was super successful, I, I probably would. Yeah, yeah. I think what I do is just what comes naturally to me, and I'm doing the best, the best that I can do with what the talents I have. You yeah. know what I mean? Weekly, Weekly feed. feed. More from my interview with Sean Lennon in the video feed at theweeklyfeed.org, and from the ghost of a saber-toothed tiger's midnight sun LP. Here is Xanadu on the Weekly Feed.
Best of Q3 on the weekly feed, the moment when you two finally release Songs of Innocence to the world, and boy was it ever talked about. By now it's well written of their rolling it out into 500 million iTunes accounts, making it the largest album rollout in history, which, you know, par for the course for a band like you two. 
And Sufjan Stevens, before that, covering Arthur Russell. A Little Lost is one of the many great gems that can be found on Master Mix, Red Hot and Arthur Russell, which also includes Jose Gonzalez and Phosphorescent. The best of Q3 edition of the Weekly Feat continues in a moment with music from Thurston Moore, Beach Slang, and an interview with Deltron 3030. Don't move. The Weekly Feat. Best of 2014 rolls on with Thurston Moore. The ex-Sonic Youth frontman nailed it with his sophomore solo record, combining uh, some of his trademark Sonic Youth sounds with his newest direction. Full taste in this title track, here is The Best Day on the Weekly Feed.
Break. Easily one of my favorites from 2014. That's Beach Lang with Dirty Cigarettes on this best of edition of the weekly feed. You can find that one on their excellent EP, Cheap Thrills on a Dead End Street. Now let's head back to the interview room to revisit that conversation with Del the Funky Homo Sapien and Dan the Automator. Along with Kid Koala, they were in the middle of their long overdue Deltron 3030 tour. When we caught up to talk politics, the future, and much more, you can watch the whole dealie over at theweeklyfeed.org. The Weekly Feed. The Weekly Feed, Kyle Meredith, and uh, setting in the presence of legends. I can bestow that upon you, right? I guess. And the automator, <laughs> Del the Funky Homo Sapien. Yeah, uh, together right now is Deltron 3030. It's, uh, it's, it's about time. Yeah. It's, it's only been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> minute, 14 years, one minute? Yeah. No, but it's great, Deltron 3030. I mean, it, it had, I guess, been gone long enough that the legend had kind of taken on its own mm-hmm. personality, you know, what everyone was thinking it could be, what everyone would want it to be, and is it ever really going to happen? Right. This took a lot of work. Right. For, I'm yeah. saying for me, you know what I'm saying? I'll say for, uh, for, for Automator too, yeah. you know what I'm saying? A different kind of work, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to belittle what you was doing, uh, you feel me? Yeah, no, I hear you. Like, like, like what I was doing more important than nothing. No, I'm saying that. It was all good. It's, it just, you know, re- realistic. He was waiting on me, basically. Right. Because he, he had already had like sketches and stuff, him and um, Koala yeah. already had sketches done. I know you, you said you had to do a lot of research for it, though, too, right? I've read that. Like, there was a lot. Yeah. You don't really think about it. Most, most lyricists, I guess, you know, it's, it's whatever comes to heart and whatever comes to mind, but you're working on a concept like this. Well, well I, I think if you, you can go beyond that in the sense of, like, you know, if you listen to Adele record from his whole, any, any point in his career, whether it's, like, sleeping on my couch or something, there's the, it's yeah. a subject, and, and, and I'm not saying whatever is timeless or not timeless, but it's... It, it, it encapsulates a moment in time. I think a lot of the records you hear nowadays, or even whatever, it's, it, it's disposable music, especially now people have, not, o- not only music, do yeah. the consumers have less less value placed on music, but the artists have less value on the music they're putting out to a good degree on a lot of, a lot of people, not everybody, but there's a lot of records that like, I think they're going like, ah, it's, it's hot for about a minute in, and this is not that kind of record, that's all. No, it's not that kind of record. Uh, it, it was more or less written over a long period of time, and when you're working on a concept album like that, how do you keep it cohesive? Because it seems like, you know, to be in such a mindset would be really taxing to have to go back into that over and over and over just to complete the piece. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this, Dell told me one thing one day, and, and to me, it kind of sums it all up. Obviously, things change over years, so your, your your point of view changes over year over the years. But in actual practice, all all the Deltron stuff is just about the nature of man, mm-hmm. and the nature of man is not something we have to cultivate sure. or whatever. It just is. Doesn't and, matter who's in office, right? It's doesn't matter. Something be like that, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And once once I understood that, it's like we could go anywhere with the thing because it's if it's like about war or it's political or it's about love mm-hmm. or whatever about money, it doesn't really matter. The bottom underlying the underlying point is still the nature of man, and that's not something you have to work to keep together. It's just more it's more cohesion in terms of style than it is in terms of subject matter. I would right. say. I've I've met like a few people like I could count them on one hand probably that are probably like the worst people that I've ever met in my entire life. They're like my examples of what I don't want to be. Right. And what, what I feel like nobody else should, should want to be either. You know what I'm saying? Like complete psychopaths. So any story that I would like to con- create, 
they get they have given right me that gift. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I could keep on generating stories forever and ever off just them few people and just change the name, change the scenario a little bit. The, the weekly, weekly feed. feed. The best of 2014 here on the weekly feed. That was a clip from my interview with Deltron 3030. You can watch the entire nearly 30-minute version at theweeklyfeed.org. From the event 2 LP, here is City Rising from the Ashes. I know you need a little background clear, though. About your boy Deltron Zero, your hero. In 3030, we ain't in the clear, though. We was near toast, doing too much. Who to trust in a land so scandalous and grand? Even the president got his hand in the contraband. They done controlled the ban of information, leading the education to a brainwaves pulsating. They said, fuck the environment. For so long, the environment said, fuck y'all. Okay, now we in the Cobra Clutch. Once the planet hold up, blow up. Know what? Mother Nature must have saved us. Cause look, we still stayed here, but much was lost. We lost touch of the source to get back. It was a hero, Jeff Black, who was kin to the previous champion in 3030. But now it's 4010 from the ashes. I am rising. The new style was Deltron Osiris. If you can buy this, let's go along and see how we go so far. The road is gone. Osiris, I'm here in the afterlife. In the future, we brothers will have to fight. Everybody. Of the scramble, full scale chaos, reckless abandon. Cats will sell they hand for a handgun. Follow your commander, though you can't stand them. No planning, wild and dangerous. Anger just permeate. So we learn to take hostility with a grain of salt and step out the way, cause it ain't our fault. Bank vaults, blown to smithereens. Whatever's left is theft for the fiends. But you better not mess with the team. Deltron and Dan, we melt foes to ash. They're in the flash, not in the pan. It's all in the plan, in the lawless land. So y'all can understand, I got a legacy to chase. Live up the fam. Who was kin to the previous champion in 3030? But now it's 4010 from the ashes. I arise with the new style is Deltron Osiris. If you can buy this, let's go along and see how we go so far. The road is gone. Osiris, I'm here in the afterlife. In the future, what brothers will have to fight. Power. Now you've been devoured by sound waves, frequency with a deeper lead. Creep with me as I bail through the hood with unsavory types, most likely no good. In the eyes of society's visor, even though their enterprise is at a crisis, they license. Been revoked by the average trench coat, pulling out so you get smoked. Blah, like hickory sausage. Victory, come on, it's far from flawless. They ain't God, but their ways is pompous. Thinking they can stomp with the troops and contras. But just let loose a stupid monster, unable to be contained. It's too late, they launched it with no promotion So now we revolt and insult they sultan with explosive voltage Now into the previous champion in 3030 But now it's 4010 from the ashes I arise with the new style is Deltron Osiris If you can buy this, let's go along And see how we go so far, the road is gone Osiris, I'm here in the afterlife In the future, what brothers will have to fight Kaboom! Guess that must spell doom You wish to defeat me
Ten years later, Death from Above 1979 decided it was finally high time to make that sophomore record that they just never got around to doing before. The physical world pulled off the task of picking up where they left off, but still fitting into present-day sound, evident in that single train wreck, 1979. The best of 2014 of the weekly feed also had Mike Doty's latest banger, Light Will Keep Your Heart Beating in the Future. You can find that one on his appropriately titled Stellar Motel disc. Catch an interview we did with him, by the way, over at theweeklyfeed.org. Now still to come, I talk with Dwight Yoakam and Spin Leonard Cohen. Stay tuned. The Weekly Feed. Best of 2014 Q3 edition rolls on with a look back at my interview with country legend Dwight Yoakam. Don't miss the full 15-minute version at theweeklyfeed.org, but first, I'll give you a peek right here. Feed. It's the Weekly Feed. I'm Kyle Meredith. You probably know this fella over here, Mr. Dwight Yoakam. Which camera, Kyle? Y- you're looking at me, me buddy. You, you're looking me, at that me. Camera yeah, that camera or that camera, Kyle? Hi. <laughs> I'm on a weird angle for you folks, but I'm dead on with y'all. <laughs> you know exactly what you're doing around these cameras. Not many musicians can uh, can say that. You've, you've had a very blessed oh, career of having different think. mediums. A lot yeah. more. Well, yeah, there's a, yeah. But. No, you're back in front of the camera again, Lyle Chumley. Yeah, was it under, under the dome? Under the dome. Yeah. It led to me actually for the first time ever blurring the lines. I sang in a scene. You did. CCR. Yeah. Acapella. Yeah, yeah. Very, hopefully we did justice to John's great, uh, John Fogarty's yeah. great song and lyric of Who'll Stop the Rain. Yeah, and you released it as a single too. And it, it, well, it, it I, I, well after like... I sang it that day, I said, you know, if I'm going to do, I've never touched a credence. Yeah. Song to cover. I just think they're too iconic. Really class. No, it seems perfect though. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I mean, Fogarty lets everybody touch the Creedence song. These no, days. now. When, yeah. but, but I mean, still, I don't know that it's we should. But I, I went in and the band and I, and I, I think I came up with a a personal arrangement right. of it. You know? Yeah. It, it actually sounds quite different. I really like how you said that though, because you, uh, it, as an artist, still really care about the art. You know, sacrilege of, of stepping on sacred ground. In my career. I've, I started out <laughs> with the first hit I ever had, having said that, covering mm-hmm. Johnny Horton mm-hmm. with Honky Tonk Man. Uh, but they were usually things that were not the iconoclastic sonic fingerprint of an artist. Yeah, there's such a debate about where country is, though, right now. Uh, it seems more than ever. You know what? What country, is it and where is it going? It's, all, um, it's ultimately all American musical yeah. expression. I think that the whole case for Americana. Yeah. Well, Americana is all encompassing. I mean, you know, Mumford and Sons were in the Americana camp there, yeah. you know, four or five years. And they were there at the awards and given an award. And 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 last year, the three pairs won yeah. for you know artist of the year. Yeah. Thank you. But I mean, 
so but I there's think like this... Isbell, Jason Isbell, who just played, uh, you mm -hmm. know, and Justin Towns or Earl, like they're really doing something great, if not completely original and a bit more traditional. But you know, and and then you turn it, turn on a hot country radio, and, and it's it's more of that like. Well, but I think things are evolving. I think things lights. are evolving out of one paradigm, you yeah. know, for for delivery of music. We're not completely transitioned over the threshold to the new. Uh, paradigm for it. Yeah, yeah. Listen, Dwight, I know you got to get on stage here in a second, and I do want to ask at least before we go, uh, there is going to be a new record coming soon. I, I yeah, we're that. in yeah. the midst of <laughs> yeah. back and forth yeah. uh, to... Back on Warner Brothers and... She, uh, yes, Warner Brothers Burbank, actually. Did, I mean, does this kind of leave off where you did last time? Last time was like I the indie community went, wow, we like Dwight. Now you're having your, well, we'll your cool kid moment. You well, know? It's, it's, that was really a full circle. If you look at the first EP yeah, right. and the scene that I broke out of, they were referring to loosely as Cal Punk. Yeah, yeah. And I said, you know, that album I really probably did the Even first cowpunk track, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, that I did was was a heart like mine, the thing I did with Beck. And uh yeah, so we'll see. Yeah. I mean I, and the, I just kinda let the songs right. take me on a journey each 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 three to five minute run that we do. <laughs> just a bit of my interview with Dwight Yoakam as we retrace some steps on this best of 2014 edition of the Weekly Feed. Again, you can catch the 15-minute video of that interview at theweeklyfeed.org. We'll spin his CCR cover that he performed on Under the Dome. Here is Who Will Stop the Rain on the Weekly Feed.
Wrapping up the best of 2014 Q3 edition of the weekly feed with Leonard Cohen's Almost Like the Blues. That was the first single from his popular Problems record, an album that was released while the poet-songwriter was turning 80. Not too shabby. All right, kids, that wraps it up for this hour. Hit us at theweeklyfeed.org for your dose of new music, interviews, and full episodes. We've also got our video feed series at thesalon.com. The Weekly Feed is distributed by Louisville Public Media and WFPK Radio Louisville. Stacy Owen is the executive director. Brad Yost is the technical engineer. Chris Witzke directs films and edits our video feed. You can find Sean Cannon over at SoundCloud at FPK After Dark. We get extra assistance from WFPK's Laura Shine. I'm your host. You can find me at Twitter and Facebook slash Kyle Meredith. We'll see you same time next week. Till then, be good. <laughs>